Uh, it's deprogrammed. My name is Justin, and I'm your... I'm nobody, according to some people, but I'm somebody to you today. I'm your host, Jack. We're going to be talking about the <laughs> Gaslight Anthem. And, you know, maybe you do think I'm nobody, but maybe you think I'm somebody. And if you think I'm somebody, if you enjoy this program, the easiest and best way to support me and this program is by going to patreon.com slash ohhijustin. One dollar a month helps me out a great deal. It helps out my self-esteem, which I've been putting in there lately. I mean, that's not a joke. That's real. It does help my self-esteem. I'm sad that way. It's okay. Uh, but look, it helps me in that way. Here's what you get out of it. You get this program four full days early. You get uh, your music show podcast. You get the upcoming Super Secret pod sh- uh, Podcast Project. You get hashtag WrestlePals, the Oh Hi Justin Daily Pod. You get, you're the only one who gets it. And then uh, the weekly pod as well. Um, look, there's so much that comes to you straight to you first through the Patreon, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. Just a small way to say thank you for being a patron. Thank you so much. We're talking about the Gaslight Anthem today. And it's funny, we were talking a little bit about this just before we went on. Let me introduce the panel. We've got Elena rejoining us. Hey, how's it going, guys? You, see, you said this one was really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Was it? it was yes oh my god like that's exactly right like the last episode that we recorded um I just it was so easy but this time around I have no idea like I had just no clue how many songs I really had a love for for this band so it it took me a good bit to whittle down my 20 for sure so we're going to be bouncing these around here soon joining us for the very first time and I believe this is the first person to take the listener route in. Ladies and gentlemen, John joining us. Hey, how's it going, Justin? Good, good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm glad you uh, glad you picked me to do this. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, man. You, uh, I've said a million times, countless times on, on this show, like if you're listening to this and you want to jump in on an episode, it's, it's easy enough. And all you have to do is reach out. And you reached out, man. Like, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited to do it. So let's let's start with you then, like, because this got you off the bench. Uh, what is it about the Gaslight Anthem that made you go, you know what? I've been listening to this show. I want to get in on this band. Well, to be honest, I was actually really surprised that you haven't already done this one. Um, oh. So when I saw it on the list of people you needed, you know, people to help out with, I thought, yeah, sure, I can do this because I like the band a lot. I've liked them for a while, and I figured I could contribute something at least. All right. So, like, you've been a fan for for a while, is because I got to be honest, I don't think I was very familiar with with the band at all. Um, yeah, I think I've been a fan since probably two thousand nine, maybe. All right, so we we've got a good uh, decade of experience here. Now let's uh, swing that over to Elena. Elena, you're the person who put Gaslight Anthem up on the list, and I yeah. mean, to be fair, <laughs> I think this took about a year or more to to happen. But uh, tell me, tell me about well, Gaslight I'm, Anthem. I'm I'm in the same sentiment. Like I I was kind of shocked that like you hadn't covered like this band in particular, but um. It's you know what I was I was giving some thought again about how I even like discovered the band because that's what we kind of kicked off with last time, and I realized that do you guys remember um, Fuse TV? Do you yes. remember that? It was yeah. like yeah. So I literally was watching that. I think I don't even know. Like I want to say like two thousand early two thousands maybe like two thousand four two thousand five something like that, and um. 
they they were playing like they were just playing a live set on I think Mark Hoppus had a show or something from like 182 on Fuse and they played the Spirit of Jazz and oh. I was like who is this band like they're so fucking good and um I did what I always do when I find new music I obsess and I just like researched it and researched it and just came to find out you know like that this band from like Jersey you know which astounded me because they've got a I almost thought they were from like the UK. Like they've just got such a really cool sound. So um, yeah, that's how I discovered them. And from then on, just been a massive, massive fan of the band and their work. So I want to put this out there then because uh, they're from New Jersey, which I I didn't get that far in my research. I pretty much, my research is limited to the music. Mm -hmm. Um, They're (laughs) from Jersey. And what's funny is I was trying to put a pin in, in, because they reminded me like slightly of Against Me, like, it, it, they were <laughs> they were close enough in sound that like I could compare the two, um, mm-hmm. but I was trying to put my finger on what it is like like the the more like the more the bigger sound is. And last week we did the Strokes on the show, and mm-hmm. I was I was talking to um Slights and he goes yeah they just kind of rip off of it. I mean he loves the band, but he goes yeah they kind of rip off like jokingly Springsteen. I was like, oh my god, no. oh my god, yes, that, yeah, <laughs> like okay, it's it's obviously not apples to apples, yeah, uh, but well, very influenced. Well, very influenced, and oddly enough, like there was an interview that I came across, and um, oh my gosh, yeah, they are like uh, Brian Fallon, who's the singer of the band. Um, he he's been noted as like his major influences for the band. Like Springsteen was massive to him, like growing up, because they're both from Jersey, obviously. Right, right. And uh, the Replacements actually are I get huge that influence. Too. Absolutely. Yeah, like even Bob Dylan. I mean, his mother actually was a folk singer. Um, Brian Fallon's mom was a folk singer. I think when he was young. I think I, I caught that on an interview one time. And um, yeah, but like the big kickoff for the band too is that Springsteen gave them a shout out at some point in their career and was oh. like this band this band's killer you know what I mean yeah. which was massive and kind of kind of I think you know gave them that next step up yeah. go ahead John I was gonna say yeah they I, I see why people would say that and there's definitely a Springsteen influence in Brian Fallon's writing but you know when Springsteen first came out people thought he was a Bob Dylan ripoff yeah Um, but I think that all of this is just like part of a larger, like continuum of music, like, like, um, Gaslight Anthem is kind of a throwback band in a way, just Mm -hmm. like Springsteen was a throwback for his time back to like what original rock and roll was kind of. So I think that that's why people think that because, you know, they have this continuous line of like, you know, heartfelt rock and roll songs that go all the way back to the beginning. Um, but yeah, there's no doubt that um, Fallon was was uh, um, influenced by Springsteen for sure. I mean, you can tell it in his lyrics, definitely. But I wouldn't say that it's a rip off of any kind. No, absolutely <laughs> not. But to co- to continue on that thread, though, John, uh, one of the first things I thought listening to Gaslight Anthem, and this is silly, but it, it goes hand in hand with what you were just saying: uh, blue jeans, white t-shirts. And sigs, sigs in your uh, sleeve, like seriously, like just throwback. And I mean, you know, obviously it's slightly modernized as far as the guitar sounds and and how how loud it is. But yeah, it's it's straight up and down rock and roll. Yeah, it is. It is. But their roots are like you know that that's the cool thing. I mean, it's 
I guess the comparison, if you think of like against me, like you were saying that a bit earlier, it, it is, it's sort of like that throwback, but it's still like rooted in punk rock too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But at, at the core of it, for sure, like his, and, and I shouldn't say his, I mean, obviously it's a collective of people that like are making that, that sound, you know what I mean? But like Brian Fallon, as far as like a lyricist is definitely like, definitely a throwback and and almost like really I it's like poetry you know if you really sit and listen to the lyrics it's just poetry set to music and I feel like I mean he needs to write a book or something man because like he's he's just such a a wordsmith it's pretty impressive you know so I I wish I would have had at least one more go through with with my 20 just to have uh, gotten better intimate uh with the song or with the lyrics um Almost always, I'm going to be drawn to the music first, um, mm-hmm. lyrics second. Um, as long as the vocals aren't like something I uh, I <laughs> shut off, shut off. You know, I mean, that happens. It's it's rare nowadays, but it does happen. Um, <laughs> but I could I can I could see that like coming around on my second and even my third turn through uh, through the cuts, uh, I could tell that there's lyrics here that like that means something to him and you know sometimes that's in the performance as well but yeah like definitely some poetry going on here oh yeah i mean i don't know i mean i'm such a nerd like self-professed nerd when it comes to music so it's like i've watched you know if i'm into a band like i'll watch interviews i'll you know catch live stuff on youtube i'll i'll just watch and listen and really almost kind of dissect, you know, when I'm excited about a band. And yeah, like his, his influences are so far and wide. I mean, you know, like, you know, outside of Springsteen, I mean, you know, like I was saying, Bob Dylan, the replacements, I mean, you name it, like it's there. And he's just, he's incredibly um, thoughtful, I think is a good way to say it and how he approaches his songwriting and uh, even just the music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like just just an artist to the core, like just artistry. It's it's pretty freaking amazing. So John, being that this is your first time on Deprogrammed, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the fire here. Walk me through putting your first twenty together for this band. Um, it was way harder than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Um, I um, my first twenty ended up being like forty. <laughs> yep um and then whittling that down um it was rough i mean like I, I can't remember exactly when we first started talking about doing this but i started that day right. putting that list this list together and i finished um like two days ago <laughs> same actually <laughs> so it's been it's you know i i finally got it down to 20 plus like two i guess so you know, two alternates that I don't count as part of my 20, but yeah. The Justin cases. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Elena. As far as putting my list together. Oh mm-hmm. man. It kind of the same thing. I feel like my first, my first draft was about 35. Um, exactly. Same. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was like, that was intense. Like it was super intense. And then going back and editing it even further, like some of the cuts, man, like it cut me personally. Like I was like, Oh my God, like I love this song. Like, I can't believe, I can't believe I have to cut it off this list. Cause I want, you know, the whole point of the show is to like, you know, let other listeners kind of give them that list of a starter kit, as you'd say. Right. And so there's so many, so many good first songs that as a fan, I'd want people to hear. 
Like it was just oh, a little painful, Justin. I can't lie. And <laughs> so. I said this off air. Welcome to yeah, my world. But I, ha- but I have my 20. So I'm down in my 20. It was tough, but I did it. <laughs> like I said off air though, like welcome to my world. That's me every week. Like, right. uh, so I, I, going through this, I knew I was in for trouble because from jump, I push play and by the time I'm into the second album, I've already got like 12, 13 songs. I'm like, uh oh, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be an issue. <laughs> I had 35 in my first go around, and after my second go around, I think I had 33. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> these cuts, these cuts were like you said, brutal. Uh, but I mean, I think ultimately, and I hate throwing this one out there because it seems kind of passe, but. I don't think there's a wrong 10 we can offer people. No, I, I don't think so either. I mean, it, I, I, it's so funny to me. Like, I guess, you know, I don't want to keep comparing, but I feel like if there are two bands, quite honestly, like on a top 10 for myself, like against me is there. And then the Gaslight Anthem is like right there. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's almost the same, the same love for the band is the consistent body of work that they produce. Like, you know, their earlier work compared to like, you know, a recent album to me, like it, it's just, it's just as good. Like there's not a lot of filler as you would say, Yeah. you know? Yeah. These are complete so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just not a lot of filler and so, so freaking consistent, like mm-hmm. just consistent and tight and good. I mean, it's such a good band. So yeah, I was, I think that's why the, you know, the, it was hard to get that list together. For sure. I, I hate coming back to consistent because like the last couple weeks, I feel like that's the one I'm putting out. Now, the most consistent band I've done is Reverend Horton Heat because that's 11 albums of just straight up. Nice. It's the same. It's it's consistent. But mm-hmm. yeah, like th- these guys live in that. We This is our sound. They don't stray too much from it. Um, they do just enough to keep you interested. And mm-hmm. and they do what they do really, really well. So with that being said, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. Uh, the three of us have each gone through, I think it was five albums, 64 songs, plucked out 20 that we're now going to bounce off of each other in an attempt to put together a top 10 starter kit for you to listen to on the other end of it. In case, like me, you uh, you had Gaslight Anthem was nowhere on your, on your radar. So I'm going to go right from jump because this is when I knew I was in trouble. Boomboxes and Dictionaries. <laughs> Oh, uh, I I cut that one. All right. Yeah, I did too. Damn. Yeah. Talk about introductions to the band. Like you, you firmly know what you're getting. Yeah. Right from the second you push play. But of course, <laughs> I'm clearly wrong here. So, uh, <laughs> Elena. Uh, you know what? I am going to say my first one. Um, that I would say where for art thou Elvis um, was my my first and that was off of I did you guys include that it's like senor and no no so no that I I didn't pick anything off that because it wasn't part of the list but there Ah. are songs on there that I would have picked had it been part of the list well that was my (laughs) go-to that's all right that's what that's what this show is because I feel like we won't have a problem getting to our 10 though no i don't think so so i will just type that one into the trash just in case we need it yep 
All right, John. All right, um, I'm gonna put out old white Lincoln. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> okay, I don't. Thank God you guys do. Like, there's that's there's gonna be a lot of that because there was cuts that I was like, I don't want to, but I have to. Yeah, I, I had a hard time with the with the fifty like that album. Like, I I could have kept everything on that record to be quite oh, honest. Yeah, yeah sure. that one that was a hard <laughs> one to even cut anything from. So, on that thread, then, and as a matter of fact, I'm gonna just go to the time. This this is. Uh, this band must be like super underground because usually I get two or three responses. Only got one response, and this was it—the fifty-nine sound. Really? Yep. Wow, they're they're actually not. I mean, they're I and I guess my stratosphere. I mean, they're pretty massive, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're a pretty big band. John, you? What do you think? Um, I think they're pretty big, but maybe not as big as they used to be because they've taken a lot of time off. So uh-huh. they're like one of those bands that. You know, they've they've taken, I don't know, at least three or four years off until they did that past tour this this past year. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe they're not as big as they used to be. But yeah, I mean, I don't really follow like what's big and what's not. But to me, mm-hmm. they're a huge band, you know. <laughs> well, well, because Brian Fallon, I don't know if you know this, um, Justin, but Brian Fallon did a lot of his um, put out a solo couple solo projects and um, as did their drummer, too. Right. Like he's in a band called Mercy Union. Um you know, and so they're doing some side projects, which I think is good. I think that, you know, that sparks inspiration when they kind of collectively come back together and record. Um, but yeah, so that that's a true statement, too. I mean, I guess they have taken some time off, but I think they're pretty big. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would think they were. I, if, yeah. if you were going to ask me, I would say, yeah, they're, they're a huge band. Yeah. Okay. So it's all a matter of perspective, really. Um, yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put that out there, though. The 59 Sound, that's my play. Yes. I yes. have it. Me too. Absolutely. All right. So that's unanimous. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the Gaslight Anthem song. Like, I don't, you know, mm. that kind of has to be on it, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, and so it is. There we go. <laughs> All right, Elena. Um, I'll stick to the 59 Sound album and Great Expectations oh my is God. my pick. I have that one as well. Okay, good. Because um, my stupid reason. Uh, <laughs> I recently wrote a song called Great Expectations. I was like, well, you know, like I wrote a song called that. I might as well cut it. I mean, I, I was looking for any reason. So, But uh, it moves into the convo, so that's good. All that's right. a great song. John? All right. Um, uh, meet Me by the River. Uh, 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 uh. I do not have that. No, I don't either. Very well. Pretty <laughs> sure that did make my initial. Wait a second, did it make it? Maybe it's more towards the bottom. I remember listening to it. I remember it being on my initial cut. No, it's not there, but it's also not over here, so I'm not worried about it. All right, so uh, da, 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 it's my turn. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go out here uh, on the limb because uh, "Get Hurt" the album I thought was. You mentioned the replacements earlier uh, mm-hmm. was where they kind of really stretched their legs where they were like, you know what, let's kind of push the boundaries of what this band is. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that sounds like your traditional Gaslight Anthem, but this song specifically does not get hurt. Oh, yes, absolutely. That that such an easy pick. <laughs> it's such a good song. 
And you're right. Like I, I remember when that album came out and it was just, um, it is a little bit dark, right? Like, I don't know what, what they had going on personally, but yeah, it's just very instrumental in a lot of parts and just the lyrics are, are just kind of dark, but pretty, like beautifully dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this song specifically, I came to get hurt and just like that, the sound that echoes it, you could hear like almost like a background lyric going there. And it's just, it's, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. It is. Are we out here on our own, John? Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I have it too. Sorry. I'm oh, well, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. All right. I thought I was going way out on a limb. There. <laughs> All right. Uh, Elena. Well, I'm going to stick to that, that record and um, underneath the ground from that record as well was a, a pick that I had. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't have that either. It was a tough cut, though. Wow, yeah. It's a good song. Dang. I, like, I purposefully pulled less from that album, even though it was, it, for me, it was hands down my favorite, even though I, I really? picked, yeah, well, I picked less of it because to me, it didn't sound like like I said earlier, like a quote unquote traditional gaslight anthem mm-hmm. album. So Yeah. All right. Uh yeah. John. Oh, my turn. Um <laughs> I will move away from that album and go to Sink or Swim for Wooderson. Oh my god, that one's good too. <laughs> I, uh, I cut that one. I love that song, but I, I did cut it. We're gonna have a lot of that, I think. A lot of <laughs> Mark that one off. All right, so back to me. There's better. All right. Um. Right. Let's see. Which one do I want to go here? Um. Let's go with Blue Dahlia. I don't have that one. I don't either. Okay. Taking chances. <laughs> Swings and misses. All right, Elena. I'm going to go with the first song that I ever heard, which was The Spirit of Jazz. And I was so pumped to hear that song. So that was absolutely my introduction, and, and I love it. So The Spirit of Jazz off of American Slang. I don't. Nope, nope, nope. But that definitely made my first round. Yeah, yeah it's a great song, but I don't have it either. Ah. <sighs> See, I think this is, again, this is one of those bands where, like, if I would have done my second cut mm-hmm. a day later, like, it, it, I would have <laughs> different songs. So, I mean, it's it's a good indication of how good the band is, but it also makes doing this show very, very difficult. <laughs> well, you know what I found, too? Like, I would, I would listen to, I, li- I would listen to albums at different times, you know, of the day or, like, just at different like just different day to day basically. And I would find like a lot of the times I'd be like driving home listening to records and um, cause I get about an hour drive home. So it's a good, good time to just blast it loud and really listen, you know? And uh, yeah, from day to day, I don't know with my mood, sometimes I cut things based on that even. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's so subjective, you know, and, and visceral at times in choosing. So, but uh, yeah. It's a good process. (laughs) John? So I'm going to put out a song that... um, So I feel like um, he has a way of writing songs that 
he could have written about me. You know what I mean? I can okay. re- really relate to everything that he's saying. Um, he, he sometimes explains my mind even better than I can explain it myself. So I'm going to put out even cowgirls get the blues. Yeah, I got it. Oh, wow. I don't have that one. Mm-mm. It's in the combo. It's in the combo. <laughs> right now, so, I mean, I feel like we're going to be fine, but uh, I need to put it out there. Uh, NTP may come into play here. Uh, and if it does, the NTP is. Each of us get to pull one of our own songs out of the trash and one of either of the other panel members' songs out of the trash. And then, so that'll bring six songs back into the conversation That'll help us mold the 10 in case we need it. Hopefully we don't. All right. Let me bounce out here. Old haunts. Oh man. That's a good one. I don't, I don't have that one though. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) That's a, that's a great song though, Justin, for sure. Feeling like, feeling like I'm out here on my own. (laughs) Well, I think, so great about it at least for the last two episodes that i recorded with you like these are new bands to you you know and um so it's it's kind of exciting as a fan who's listened to them for a long time to hear your take on it and hear like what excites you um yeah because those are those are the songs that you think that other people should hear like that are important you know as a sort of an education to the band so it's it's interesting to see what you come up with yeah i thought that too oh sorry to interrupt you i thought that too because i feel like a hard thing for me for this list was like i didn't want to cut songs just because i've heard them a million times Mm -hmm. um like you know like i've heard the 59 sound live so many times that if i never heard it again it would be okay (laughs) but you know i felt like it was important enough to put in the list so i try so it's easier for justin to pick songs because you know he hasn't seen them a million times and heard these songs a million times so that's really interesting that yeah. the songs that you're picking yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the emotional attachment i this, this is all like and and to be honest oh. putting putting my 2020 together like i'm trying to frame up a certain sound uh yeah. again like something that i think is going to bring in somebody who's never heard them before and again like the ones that just kind of stood out to me so that's interesting. Well, it's interesting just what you, you had said about like you don't really have an emotional attachment to the songs. Like you're listening to it from a different perspective, right? And uh, I think that's the thing when I was going through it, like every song that I picked, I was like, oh man, like I can remember what I was going through that day or like that time in my life. Like it's such a soundtrack, you know, to to what was going on. So I think, yeah, it's funny. And I feel like that's the attachment that I want everyone else to feel. I'm like, I'm excited. Therefore, you should be excited, you know, about yeah about the songs that I'm picking. So that, that's that's an interesting take on it. Well, I also want to point out that I think that's what makes this show unique is mm-hmm. that I'm here as, we'll say, you know, unbiased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but to bounce that off of a, a biased listener and then on top of that, like on top of that, I do want to add, I could ease, like there was some of these songs that did draw me in emotionally on first listen. And yeah, that is that is saying something for for a new listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking, too, as we were I was like, I thought about this the other day, because generally like the guests that you have on your show are like John's obviously came on board as a listener. I know you outside of deprogrammed. And so it's kind of like just just I would for lack of a better way of saying it, just like average people. Right. Like that are. Yeah. 
guests on the show, uh-huh. I was like, man, it'd be really cool to bring on board like people in bands that have some direct connection I, or have played with that band. You know what I mean? And get their top 20 and see, you know, I've be... been dying to like, uh, I mean the, the closest I got, we did super drag in the first year and it was a full on discovery episode. And I was able mm-hmm. to reach the initial bass player from super drag. And I bounced, uh-huh. I bounced the 10 that we came up with off of him. And mm-hmm. it was fascinating hearing, hearing him go, uh, go wow you guys picked that song and like he was like yeah definitely that song and it, it was just it was an awesome experience and I've been trying to do it we're getting way off here but uh we, we, <laughs> we did, no it's fine we did Fozzie recently and mm-hmm. uh I've been trying to get Chris Jericho to like at least I want to bounce the list off him just to see what he thinks uh but yeah like I, I've been dying to to get that kind of perspective on at least the final list um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe afterwards I'll, I'll reach out to the band and see if somebody wants to talk to me for a minute. Well, I have, I have a few direct lines to certain people. Maybe we can collab and, and figure that out. That'd oh, be kind of cool. I think so too. <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, back so on track. Back, back, back to the game. Ellen, I believe it is your turn. Yeah. Cause I bounced out. Yeah. All <laughs> well, I'm going to stick to, um, I guess to handwritten. Uh, and that title track is like the lyrics just speak to my soul in that one. So that's my next pick. Oh, breaking, really? Breaking my heart here. That yeah, I cut stack. that one too. Oh, boys. Good. Oh, it's a good song. I mean, I think we can say that about just about everything here. So. <laughs> I know. Cause... I think I do. I apologize. It's like every song, I'm like, no. It's like Homer Simpson moment. I mean, I'm looking at one in my, my master list here, and I'm like, man, I didn't pick that one. Great. <laughs> so, all right, John? All right. Since everybody's kind of crashed on that last round, I'll go out on the limb here, um, go to their middle part of their career to American slang, and bring it on. I got it. Oh. Wow. I cut that one. I don't, I I mean, it's at the very bottom of my list, so I'm not sure what it, (laughs) when I think about it now, I'm not sure what it was that, that, that pulled it through, but I got it. Let's stay right there on that album though. Um, How about Orphans? No. I cut that one. Okay. At the last minute. Okay. (laughs) All right, Elena. I guess I'll stick with that that record as well. And um, the Queen of Lower Chelsea. Oh my God. Yeah, I cut that one too. Same. Mm. Same. Let me find it. Uh, John. Um. All right. Let's see. Let's go back to Get Hurt since we're talking about sad things, and <laughs> I will put out Break Your Heart. Oh yeah, I got it. It's not on my list. We talked. Damn. We talked about uh, really pushing the limits of, of what a gaslight song can be, and I mean mm-hmm. there there are acoustic songs before that for sure, uh, and I had them at one point. But when I heard this one, I was like, Nah, man! If I'm putting forth a an acoustic song, this is the one because <laughs> it's sad. It's gorgeous and sad. Yeah, beautifully sad. Absolutely. All right. Um. How about I put this one? We haven't had much luck on the first album. We came to dance. Mm. I don't have it. I cut that one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
I cut a lot of the first album to make room for Get Hurt because I really like Get Hurt a lot now. Oh, oh man, I wish these are things I wish I would have known like two days ago. <laughs> but seriously, there's a lot I could have pulled from that album. All right, uh, Elena. Um, I'm gonna stick with Get Hurt and Rolling and Tumbling for me is like a killer, just a killer track. Like it was their single, I think, when when they put out the album, first single, I should say, and uh. It's just gritty and, and good. <laughs> it's good. I don't have it. I don't yeah, it. I don't have that one. Wow, man. All right, so, uh, I mean, I still have plenty of songs here, but just pointing out, we have two through all the way and <laughs> two, three, four, five in the combo. Wow. So just be thinking of New Trash Protocol just in case you need it. All right. Word. Uh, let's see. John, it is your turn, sir. It is my turn. I will put out... 1930. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. Again, that's one of the ones that's like more, hey, I guess it's lower middle, but it made it through. Um, let me trot this one out. I've been looking at it and avoiding it. Mulholland Drive. Yes. No, I yeah. got that one. Oh, little lyrics, man. That, yeah, that's a great one. One, two, three, four, five. Five, six, seven. Okay, one more, and New Trash Protocol is out the window. All right, Elena. Um, I'm going to stick to that record as well, and Teenage Rebellion. Oh, nope. Oh. I don't have it either. Yeah. All right. Um, my turn. I will put out Dark Places. I have that one. You do? I do. Where is that? Why it's on, um, it's on Get, Get Hurt. Ah, uh, okay. Good. We'll plop that one over to the conversation. I don't have it. All right, we'll stay with uh, Get Hurt. And although this one fits nicer into the Gaslight pocket, I think, uh, it also exactly told me that I should expect something different here. Stay Vicious. Mm, I have it. Yes. I don't. Ooh, it's, it's so big. It's it, It's... Like if you want to, I think the word I I use, even though it's not necessarily uh, precise, uh, compact, right? So like the if the rest of their discography is kind of compact into this like little pocket, stay vicious is like the very meaning of, all right, I'm going to just spread this out a little, stretch, and mm. just expect something different here. And like I said, it's it's close enough to what a gaslight uh, song sounds like. But it also kind of spreads what you can expect for the album. I may have just repeated it, myself a bunch there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like it starts off with like kind of, I mean, it doesn't have that just four chord rock and roll sound like they mm -hmm. had had up until that point. It kind of starts off with almost like a, sounds like it might be down tuned a little bit, almost like a stoner rock kind of riff. Mm -hmm. um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Groove a little. All right. Uh, Elena. All right. Well. Um, I'm going to go back to the 59 sound and, um, film noir. Ooh, nope. Yeah, that mm. was a, that was a really hard cut, but it's a cut. All right. I do believe at this point we are out of NTP. Let me make sure. Awesome. I mean, that means worst case scenario, everything in our conversation moves through. If, if we missed, yeah, we're out, out of it. So we actually, okay. we actually even have to make a, at least a cut. So. 
<laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Let me bounce this one out here. Too much blood. Hmm. I don't have uh, that one. Me either. Okay. okay. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Elena? Uh, hmm. Let's see. Well, um, I'll stick to handwritten, and um, here comes my man. I thought I had that one. I don't have that one. Mm. I guess I don't. I thought I did, but I guess I don't. That was clearly one of the ones that made it through my initial cut. All right, John? All right. Um, I'm going to put one out there that I'm sure everybody has. Um, backseat. I do not. Wow. Neither do I. Yeah. Neither do I. Um, I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> I, I honestly <laughs> couldn't. There it is. Uh, all right. I have, just for reference, six left. Um, six. Yeah, I have six as well. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so we're all roughly the same. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll toss it out here. American slang. I have that one. Oh, I cut that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We are going to have a decent little combo here too. So like I'm now's the time for misses. We are a okay. Okay. The stress has been Justin is a okay with misses now. <laughs> All right, Elena. Um. So off a of sink or swim. Um. Angry Johnny and the radio. Uh. Nope. Yeah, I don't mm. have that one either. Hmm. That first album is difficult. Like, yeah, it really is a pick or choose album. I feel. Yeah. All right, John. All right, I'm going to put one out here that also speaks to me directly, or maybe not the way I'm now, but the way I have been. Um, and it's kind of hard for me to actually listen to, so I'm going to put it out there. It's called "Here's Looking at You, Kid." I got it. Oh, I don't have that one. I got it though. I got it. It's that was a late cut for me though. I got it in. I I almost cut it i did like a uh, second time around but like i was like ah, it's different enough to where like maybe maybe somebody else has it so yeah there we go lucky me all right i'm down to my last four here uh how about you know what? i'm gonna go ahead and clear out 59 sound this is my last one from it high lonesome i have that one yeah i don't have that all right elena <laughs> Um, I am going to say, I'm going to go back to Get Hurt. Um, and I don't know if anyone had mentioned this, but Underneath the Ground. You played that one already. We did. Yep, you did. Oh, I did. Yes. Oh my gosh, I apologize. No, that happens. Uh, it does. I know. I've got like, um, my list here. All right. And Dark Places. Have we done that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think I rounded out that list then. All right, then I will go back to American slang, and uh, I'm going to finish that list for me. Um, we did it when we were young. I have that one. All right. I do not, but that's okay. All right, John? All right. Where to go? Um, let's go back to Get Hurt, I guess, or 1,000 Years. Uh, nope. I don't have it. Nope. All right. Speaking of cleaning out, I'll clean out my handwritten here. Biloxi Parish. Oh, no, I don't have it. 
that was a late that was a late cut for me see this is one of the few that a lyric kept it around because i want to say it's uh I'll wait here in the dark with you so you don't have to wait wait alone or, or I'll yeah. go through the dark or something. I was like, ooh, that is good. <laughs> so. You know, it's so funny when I discovered, like when I was really listening to that record, I actually lived in Biloxi. So oh. it's like, yeah, so it's it's so funny, like that sound to me. And I don't know if it's like completely subjective from where I was living at the time, but like the lyrics and everything, it's just like, man, it makes me think of like the Gulf Coast, like New Orleans to Biloxi to Gulfport, like that area. So it's, even as yeah, the the lyrics were pretty pretty purposeful and true to that area and whatever he was thinking about at that time, I guess. All right, so I'm down to my last two here, but uh, Elena, it is your turn. Oh geez, I feel like I'm like, well, I I put in that one album that I think I'm just gonna throw those out there: um, blue jeans and white t-shirts, which are kind of ah. yeah. I don't have so. It. Yeah. I would have picked that, but it's on that EP that wasn't included. Yes, exactly. I think that song, if if we well, we don't need an extra one, but if we needed an extra one, I think that song should go in because I it, definitely would have picked it. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny that they have a song called that. And what did I say? I know. That's why I was like kind of giggled when I said that because I was like, yeah, that's totally how you referenced it. And that's so perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Um, all right, I'll go ahead and throw this out. Um, quote 45, unquote. No, uh, nope. nah, I didn't think so. All right. And that brings me to, like I said, my last two. We're getting a divorce. You keep the diner. It's <laughs> such a great title. <laughs> that is not on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song, but I didn't, I didn't, it didn't make my cut either. All right. Ellen. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, and forgive me if this is redundant. Um, where's my list here? Um, Teenage Rebellion. Did I already say that? Yeah, you put that one out there. I did. Yeah. Oh, done. Um, you might be at the end here. because I think I might. Yeah. Handwritten. Uh, forgive me. I think I am. Okay. Um, unless, unless High Lonesome. That might be the last one that I can... It's, it's in the combo it's in there yeah, yeah so i'm that. good i think i'm good all right john what you got um how about diamond territory choir Ooh, i don't have it it Mm-mm. definitely made my first one though and just to clear out my last one was i could have been a contender oh that is such a great track yeah i, I cut it but it's a great track it's yeah a great same one two punch there all right so you know what we are in good shape here though because uh, we got two through the fifty nine sound and get hurt, uh, and in the combo, let me uh, see what we got here. First, thirteen. So we needed trim thirteen down to eight, and the songs are, old white Lincoln, great expectations, high lonesome, here's looking at you kid, we did it when we were young, bring it on, American slang, nineteen thirty, Mulholland Drive, stay vicious dark places even cowgirls get the blues and break your heart now i'm going to put this out here uh the only thing from the first album is 1930 and while i don't think it's necessarily needed to have representation from every album the fact that that is the only thing from the album that hit at least two of us says something to me Uh 
So I don't know how you guys feel about pushing 1930 through, but I just wanted that to be out there. Okay. Yeah, I, I think something from that first album should be on there. Because um, otherwise, we would only have songs from three of the five. Yeah. Right. right. So, I mean, I I think it was what, me and you, John? So, yeah. Elena, are you okay with putting that through? I am. I okay, am. All right. I, th- I think that's a good, yeah. Yeah, just to have a good cohesive representation. There we go. All right, so that gives us three. We need to get seven. We have one, two, three, four, five from the 59 sound. I think it's safe to say we liked the 59 sound. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like their appetite for destruction, kind of. You you know, you could pick anything <laughs> from that and, like, you know, it would kind of define who they are in a way. Well, absolutely. I mean, they toured on that, right? Like, they had a whole, like, tour that they did just playing that album. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that was I, their last tour. The, for sure. The anniversary tour. Right. So, obviously, they, you know, you know, yeah. So, if we already have one through um, from that album, what do you think? Maybe two more? I would say yes. All right. So then, Yeah, and a list of ten, I think two more would be plenty. Okay, mm-hmm. so then let's let's cut, let's do this album first. So the five from that are Old White Lincoln, Great Expectations, High Lonesome, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, and Here's Looking at You, Kid. Which mm. the first two I didn't I didn't have Old White Lincoln or Great Expectations, but both of them made my first cut. So. Wow. <laughs> well, I would. It's funny that you say that because those two would definitely be. Those would be the two that I would definitely pick. And I know that those are my choices, but I, those, those went through in the first and second rounds for me. Like they're, they're a pretty consistent pick for me. How are you feeling, John? Um, I'm sorry. Wait, what were the two songs again? Sorry. Old White Lincoln and Great Expectations. Those are the two I didn't have, but they okay. made, made my first cut. And you were talking about pushing them both through? Well, uh, me? well, really we're just we're we're bouncing which ones go through oh okay that's what you're saying um i mean i would be okay with either one of them going through i mean i like old white lincoln better but i (laughs) I, you know so i would i would be okay with either one going through so you're saying one or the other my pick would be great expectations if i didn't want one of the two and i'd pick the other one yeah (laughs) (laughs) stop stop being so difficult john (laughs) well then let's let's do this let's make some cuts High Lonesome, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, Here's Looking at You, Kid. we got to lose one. Try to make this a little easier. High Lonesome, I'd say I'd be okay with. with yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Go <right>. team. <laughs> and now uh, that leaves us with these four. Old White Lincoln, Great Expectations, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, Here's Looking at You, Kid. Does I mean, are we still looking at Old White Lincoln, Great Expectations being the top two? No. I mean, I'd be okay with with Old White Lincoln getting cut. I think those other tracks are probably better choices. But it is Um, a good damn song. Yeah. So, at this point, lose Old White Lincoln? And that would leave us with great expectations. Here's looking at you, kid. And we did it when we were, I mean, um, even cowgirls uh, get the blues. Even cowgirls get the blues. Right. Um, I mean, I'm okay with that, I guess. All right. All right. So, one has to go. 
Great expectations. Mm. Even cowgirls get the blues. Here's looking at you, kid. Sounds like great expectations in. So it sounds like the the uh, the conversations cowgirls versus looking at you, kid. Now I know I would agree with that. I think those two songs are very similar, and you could easily cut one of them. Right. So which one? I mean, I'm imagining them in my head now. You know what? Why don't I give myself a little? Actually, you know what? We'll come back to that because that's the conversation for the rest of that album. Uh, we have three from American Slang. Mm-hmm. It's we did it when we were young. Bring it on, American American Slang. Right. Yeah, I think we should cut two of those. Yeah. So for me, the only one I didn't have was we did it when we were young. And for mm-hmm. some reason, that one's not sticking out right now. I'd be okay. I mean, that was on my list, but I think as a, you know, uh, as a list, a total list of their stuff, I I would let that go. So would I. I think it sounds too much like the two songs on uh, 59 Sound that we're talking about. Fair. That's a fair statement. All right. Also at this point, just putting this out here, the only thing still left from handwritten is Mulholland Drive. Oh. So I feel like that should probably go through. I agree. And that's a great fucking track, man. I love that song so much. Um, I would agree with the two of you. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, and I apologize if anybody from this band is listening, but I feel like Handwritten is a pretty disposable album. Oh. Um, and it could or could not be in their discography at all. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's just the same thing. It's just, you know, mm. you know, okay. but I mean, yeah, sure. I think we should push something through for, from it for sure. Well, I don't I don't know, like, because that record for I mean, that record for me is pretty huge, like Handwritten and Mulholland Drive, if I depict even two tracks off that record, those would be the two. Um, but I, I just think lyrically, I think Mulholland Drive is a is a great song. Yeah, and uh, Keepsake from that album almost made my list. It was like track 22. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's, we've already got Get Hurt Through from Get Hurt, and we have three left. Stay Vicious, Dark Places, Break Your Heart. Um, I, at, I almost feel like Break Your Heart just because it's the acoustic song, so it's because it, it sounds different. But like, I've got a lot of love for Stay Vicious, so like. Mm. Um, I mean, I think my pick was like Dark Places. Right. Um, stay Vicious. Mm. So it was Stay Vicious, Dark Places, and what was the third? Break Justin. Your, break Your Heart. Break Your Heart. And oh, those are tough ones for me. Yeah. Well, again, like. That album, I don't want to say surprisingly good, surprisingly different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really stretching the legs of, of what the band can do. Yeah. I wish I had um, known that you guys felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm going to have to stick with Dark Places if those are the three for me personally. And I guess that's the thing with these like, these records. Like, for me, a lot of it comes down to the lyrics and... um which is crazy because last time I did this, it was more of like the feely feels. So, yeah, I'll say Dark Places as my pick. All right. So I think that was you two that had it. Yeah, I would agree with that, I guess. Yeah, that's good. All right. So let's put that through. Um, so that gives us a total of six, I believe. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. We already decided that um, one of even Cowgirls 
uh, or here's looking at you, kid, is going through. So that's, we need three out of these four. Bring it on, American slang, stay vicious, break your heart. Mm. So which one's the disposable one there? Can you repeat the list real quick? Bring it on, American slang, stay vicious, break your heart. I would say American slang, <laughs> to be honest. Um, you know what? Oh, it kills me to say this, but you know what? I'll agree with John. American slang's the one that goes. Yeah. I'm glad it kills you to agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I, I said this at the beginning, and like I haven't said it a lot lately, but I do say it a lot on the show. I really don't think there's a wrong end we can offer here. Um, no. I agree. Yeah. It's subjective, but it's so it's so fantastic to sort of pair people together that have such a well, either have a real love for the band, you know, or just someone completely discovering the band for the first time. Right. It's it's such a great concept, Justin. So <laughs> thank you for even thinking of this and putting it out into the stratosphere because it's Yeah, it's a great show. Great idea. It is. It's so good. Oh, stop. Stop with the, <laughs> the praise. Oh, please stop. <laughs> right, I so, know. We're making them blush, John. <laughs> but you really are. Uh, so here's the final showdown. I hope you guys have been thinking about it because the last one in is either Even Cowgirls Get the Blues or Here's Looking at You, Kid. Are we leaning one way or the other? I would say Here's Looking at You, Kid, I would put through. Okay. I like that. How do you feel about it, John? I'm fine with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> collective sigh <laughs> i mean it, it those last two songs are kind of like a sophie's choice for me like I, it's hard for me to pick i gotta let one of the kids die and you know <laughs> I, that's fine yeah that's fine with me so looking at our list we really loved the fit uh the 59 sound and we really loved get hurt so wow let's i'll bounce the, these 10 off you the 59 sound great expectations Here's looking at you, kid. Bring it on. Stay vicious. Break your heart. Get hurt. Dark places. 1930 and Mulholland Drive. That's our 10. Wow. All right. That's that's surprising. That's a good 10, though. I mean, it's a f fantastic 10, but it's like I'm surprised. I guess I'm not surprised. It's a great list. That's a great yeah. list. Yeah, it's a really good list. I, I am a little surprised myself. Like I thought that I would have to fight to keep 59 sound songs off of it but <laughs> that's not how that turned out so i think it worked out really well all right so that yeah. that brings us to the final part of our discussion elena i'm putting you on the fire here what's the song which is the one that uh, the number one with a bullet god man off that whole you know 10, what yeah. i i think it was kind of brought up earlier i would i would just say the 59 sound i mean if there's one song that you want a new fan to listen to and kind of get a sense of the band that just kind of, that's it. You know what I mean? How are you feeling, John? Yeah, I would, I would agree. I mean, I think that that's what they sound like in a, in a, in a capsule. Like if you mm -hmm. want to encapsulate what they sound like, that's what it is. All righty. There we go. 59 nice. sound it is. So I'm going to run these 10 down one last time. 59 sound, great expectations. Here's looking at you, kid. Bring it on. Stay vicious. I'm so glad that got in. Break your heart. <laughs> I was really worried. Get heart, dark places, 1930 in Mulholland Drive. That's a solid 10. Uh, Dude. 
Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you never know how it's going to bounce around. And uh, you could get hurt. I could get hurt. If you don't go to patreon.com slash oh hi Justin, $1 a month would greatly be appreciated by me and uh, all those around me because, uh, you know, I've got kind of a fragile ego going on here. Uh, but look, sure, I get I get a little ego stroke from it, but you get a lot of content from it. And I'm not going to list it here because I already did it at the beginning, but there's more content coming too. So I just want that to be out there. Your dollar gets you a lot. It helps me a lot. You get a lot out of it. So $1 a month, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. I'd be greatly appreciative of you for doing that. So Elena, I know you threw Run the Jewels out there. That's another band. <sighs> you that's been out there. Like Oh my gosh, Justin, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like if you want to get me fired up and excited about something, I'm so pumped about them. Like <laughs> Yeah. And it well it, I feel like a lot of the episodes that I've heard have been um, you know, like punk bands or rock music or, you know, more of like that alternative, you know, scope of bands. And mm-hmm. I think I shared with you and I, I won't be too long-winded but I got I was fortunate enough to see them at the Norva a couple years ago and um dude like it blew my mind like it was like being at a punk show but it's like rap and just oh man I I cannot say enough about how amazing the sound is and just Killer Mike and LP and the whole gang that can you know make that up is just so fucking amazing so (laughs) So we'll yeah. see, we'll see. It's out there. We'll see if anybody oh. hops on. Um, okay. John, you also put yourself up for let's see, Kendrick Lamar, Fugazi. Like you, you put Ooh. yourself out there for some stuff too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Hopefully, I'll get picked for one of the other ones. But yeah, Fugazi is is going to be great. John, you spe- oh man, that's exciting, Justin. I didn't realize that was up there. Yeah. I'd be down to do that, man. I, I actually got to photograph them back in the 90s, oh. which was a late late in the game. Yes, yeah. I've been a fan for a long, long, long time of of just Discord records and, and the band. So I'm down if, right. if you have a... So look at yeah. that. Look at oh, that. yeah, I've already got my list for that, so I'm ready whenever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, it, it may still be a bit, but uh, at least, hey, we got a panel now. I can move it up the list, so... Uh, <laughs> In the meantime, I've got some uh, Coheed and Toadies I need to start studying, and uh, Megadeth on the other side of it, too. So, uh, Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Sure, it was great. I'm grateful that you picked me. Hey, man. You you offered (laughs) it up. I'm I'm saying, like, John is proof positive. What I say, when I say, put yourself up there, it will happen. I will make it happen. So... I'm a man of my word. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I can pat myself on the back about. But uh, with all that being said, the Gaslight Anthem, the Norman Loving People. We'll see you next week. Bye.